Eric Metaxas here. Please join me in a life-saving mission to set Sudanese slaves free through Christian Solidarity International. Since 1995, CSI has freed more than 100,000 women and children from years of bondage and abuse. Your $250 gift frees, feeds, and heals these captives and sets them on a path to a new life and freedom. Please help us free another slave now. Call 888-253-3522, 888-253-3522, or click the CSI banner at metaxastalk.com, metaxastalk.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready to listen to a man of grace, sophistication, integrity, and whimsy? Well, so are we. But until such a man shows up, please welcome Eric Metaxas. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back and Happy New Year. God bless all of you who are listening. Um, It's my joy to have as my first guest, of this new year and what a year it's going to be buckle your seatbelts ladies and gentlemen uh i've got i think it's megan basham megan is that you it is it's me happy it new looks, year it looks just like you um it's so great to have you and to talk about stuff we're going to talk about a lot of stuff folks it's fun to talk about the truth it's fun mm-hmm. to be a part of what god is doing just sharing the truth uh, in the midst of a war against truth. Um, now, there are several things to cover, Megan, that you've been covering. Number one, Francis Collins, yuck. Yeah. Uh, I want to talk to you about him and what he said recently. Uh, it's very important, folks, very important. You'll see. So stick around for that. And uh, we got to talk about Mike Stivic, uh, the Polak uh from queens um actually no it's not mike stivic it's uh it's rob reiner who played mike stivic on all the i was gonna say (laughs) i knew that i I was lost for a minute (laughs) i'm always i'm always uh i'm always making people stay on their toes not just you but the whole audience i want to make sure that they understand you got to stay on your toes folks otherwise we're going to blow past you we uh he uh this is rob reiner um who played um Meathead on All in the Family, as many of you know, he's gone on to have a big career in Hollywood. His father is one of the legends, Carl Reiner, one of the greats, uh, unfortunately raised a communist son. A lot of that boomer generation raised communist children and Mike Stivic, I mean, uh, Meathead, I mean, um, uh, Rob Reiner, uh, seems to be one of them. You know, it doesn't seem to be an evil person, but seems to have, you know, getting everything wrong. Uh, And so... He um, t- tell us, Megan Basham, what it is that he's done. He's made a film. We talked about it before. And I want to remind people that you uh, are at the Daily Wire. Uh, people need to know about you and follow you on Twitter. And uh, I retweet your stuff and comment on it because you are like sort of the only person covering some of the stuff that's happening in the loony fringes of the pseudo evangelical industrial complex. Yeah, yeah. And I think, you know, part of what this Rob Reiner story highlights is that um, there's an attempt to make use of what should be the loony fringes, but are very much being held up as, you know, these mainstream evangelical voices that we should listen to. And so another good example now is this Christian nationalism film that he announced uh, in late December. He's saying it's going to come out in February. He um, basically said it poses the greatest danger to our country, Christian nationalism. Okay. I I just gotta, I gotta interrupt because I was on Steve Bannon's program when I was at AmFest he played a clip from, I'm assuming we're going to be talking about this, if not today, but who's this guy? Timothy, Tim Alberta. Alberta yes. Okay. <laughs> so he played a clip from that where they say Christian nationalism is the greatest threat. Blah, 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 blah. And I said, sarcastically, obviously, I said, what I said, you know, that there's a theological problem with these folks and the Christian nationalism, blah, 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 blah. And I said, the theological problem, I said, what, what's the Aramaic word for horse? Uh, excrement, <laughs> but I didn't use the word excrement and it got a big laugh. But but I'll, I just want to be clear to frame this, that 
whenever anybody talks about Christian nationalism, ladies and gentlemen, it is a joke. It is a joke. And when they say it's a danger, not only don't they know what they're talking about, but they're giving voice to the devil's view of what the church should be, which is silent. Yeah. And so the Tim Alberta book and this horrible film coming out by uh, Rob Reiner, uh, I want to say uh, preemptively, I believe my book, Letter to the American Church, is the antidote to that. And we are coming out with a film version of Letter to the American Church in February. And I hope, folks, that you oh, will good. understand that how important this is, because the war being waged right now by the folks that Megan, I'm finally going to give her a chance to talk about, but it is really serious. We need to know what we're dealing with and with whom we're dealing. Um, so, Megan, you wrote at the Daily Wire about this. So uh, for, for those totally unfamiliar Give us the story. Right. So when you watch this trailer, so Rob Reiner, and this is pretty interesting, posts to announce this film saying it's, you know, Christian nationalism is the greatest threat to the U.S. and the greatest threat to Christianity. So Rob Reiner here is expounding on what he thinks is a threat to Christianity. Like he cares. Right. Which was pretty fascinating. So um, so in the trailer, you you watch this host of sort of usual suspects, David French, Russell Moore, Phil Vischer. Kristen Dumay, um, Sky Jathani, just kind of all of the general progressive leaning, going in that direction, evangelical voices that are sort of esteemed in the Atlantic and in Tim Alberta's book that you might expect. Well, but as you watch the trailer unfold, you start to get a sense of what Rob Reiner thinks Christian nationalism is. And he doesn't really say much in the trailer itself, but like there's a clip of a scary, you know, gray bearded, stubbled man being arrested and led away by four police officers and at some sort of public gathering. And you go, oh, gosh, well, that does look scary. Look at this man being arrested. And then you dig down and find out that the guy in that clip is actually a father from Loudoun County who was speaking out at a school board meeting against allowing, quote unquote, transgender boys, boys who think they're girls into women's restrooms. And of course, we later found out that only two weeks before that meeting where this father was speaking out, a girl was raped by a boy who claimed to be transgender in a girl's bathroom. So these are the people, the people who are speaking out against those kind of policies that Rob Reiner's trailer for this film is framing as dangerous Christian I, nationalists. If my daughter had been raped, like I, I hope that God would prevent me from murdering the man who had raped her. So here you have a man going civilly mm -hmm. to protest what happened to his daughter. And this was all over the news at the time. It wasn't his daughter. Just wanted oh, to break that because there was okay. a little confusion. But yes, that happened in that school district. But and this was another district. father. Yes. So same place. About the and issue. I've spoken at the church mm -hmm. uh, in in that area where I think the father of the girl who was raped attends uh, that church. Mm -hmm. And so this is real, folks. This is real. This was a rape committed. In other words, everybody, you know, who says, oh, we, there's no problem with the transgender to take it easy, take it easy. And we say, yeah, but this could happen. It happened. A girl was raped by a guy in the women's bed. So here you have a man protesting this. And Rob Reiner in his film presents that man protesting this he's the problem as a dangerous I mean, christian nationalist mm -hmm. and, and, an and he's getting arrested it's not like he's getting away with anything he is being arrested but oh scary right Aren't we and glad here's we the important this christian thing man right and the important thing to know is that later and he this man was joined by dozens of other parents who attended this school board meeting to speak out and the school board what they did was in order to try to silence those parents, they tried to cancel the meeting and the parents continued speaking anyway, which is when this man, John Tiggs, was arrested. Here's the thing you need to know. Later, a judge ruled that the school board was in the wrong, that they violated the First Amendment rights to speak and to assemble of John Tiggs and the rest of the parents. So it was actually the parents whose rights were violated. So if you want to talk about anybody being a threat to democracy, it was actually that school board 
And then as you dig a little further down into uh, just who Rob Reiner thinks are scary Christian nationalists, he gave an interview to Deadline uh, in 2022 about this film uh, right as he was beginning to work on it, saying that, um, for example, one of the things that shows we're in a moment of scary Christian nationalism was the overturning of Roe v. Wade. So Christians engaging in the political process in a totally constitutional way is what he said. That's scary Christian nationalism because they had the legislative success to put in office Donald Trump, who then appointed SCOTUS judges who upheld the right to life as he promised he would. Christians making use of those same civil rights that seculars do, that's scary Christian nationalism. Going to a break, we'll be right back with Megan Basham. Folks, right now in other parts of the world, people's lives are being threatened simply for believing in Jesus. People have been enslaved for their faith. So listeners to this show know that I'm passionate about the work of Christian Solidarity International because they protect and free those who are being persecuted and enslaved for their Christian faith. I've got to thank you for your life-changing generosity for years now. If you've given a CSI through this program, you have played a role in freeing literally thousands of captives. So as we near the end of this year, can I ask you to give once again your gift of just $250 will free a woman in Sudan who has been enslaved for years. You can buy a believer's freedom and provide her with food and other supplies necessary to start her new life. Just $250. Maybe you can give more and free more people. Call 888-253-3522, 888-253-3522, or go to metaxastalk.com. Please do it, metaxastalk.com. Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You'll have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time, anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold can hedge against inflation and against the volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool that they've added. Please go check it out today. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Forming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Folks, welcome back. It's hour two, January 2nd, our first show of the year. I have the joy of speaking with Megan Basham from The Daily Wire. Megan, uh, you are laying out stuff that the mainstream media does not cover. Christianity Today is on the dark side of everything we're talking about. Russell Moore, who's the new editor-in-chief of Christianity Today, is on the dark side. He is in this film supporting Rob Reiner's version of the American church. I mean, these are, this is astonishing stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, if you're any kind of a Christian or any kind of a patriot, you need to understand what's going on because you're not hearing this. They're not covering this kind of stuff. And people who used to be mainstream in the evangelical world, Russell Moore, David French, Phil Vischer, Sky Jethani, you know, uh, the last two were friends of mine. I've been on their shows or whatever. They have embraced this loony view of, of really, it's the silencing of the church. It's what I write about that, that in, in, uh, under the Nazis, that the, the Nazis tried to silence the church and say to the church, just stay in your own lane. Do not comment on anything dealing with the government or the culture. You have no business. Keep your mouth shut. That's the devil's view of the church. That's what he wants. That's what they have in China. That's what they had in Nazi Germany because Christians did not speak up. And that is what is being advocated today by people like Rob Reiner, who's not a Christian, and by many of these people who claim to be Christians who are in the film. So keep going about the film we're discussing. Yeah, and just to give you a little bit more background on this, so um, another thing that Rob Reiner said in this Deadline interview talking about the film he was making was um, that the shooting in Buffalo in May of 2022 was also evidence of Christian nationalism, and he would need to be talking about that in his film. Now, I want you to understand that this is egregious slander. Um, So the shooter, Peyton Gendron, when there was an extensive report put out by the New York Attorney General, there was nothing mentioned. And I read the entire report, not one word about this man, this shooter being motivated by any sort of Christian beliefs. So Rob Reiner just randomly posits, well, that's just proof of Christian nationalism because this guy who was a racist and did express hatred of Muslims and Jews as part of his motivation for shooting and killing, um, I think it was something like nine people, that's terrible. What's also really terrible is blaming that on Christians with zero evidence, and it turns out zero support. So I want you to understand that when Phil Vischer and Russell Moore and people like people like that are helping Rob Reiner um, put out this message that Christians involving themselves in the political sphere are dangerous and scary, this is the kind of messaging they're helping to further. And that to 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 bolster someone who's libeling Christians in that way is astonishing to me. And then you look at the source material for the book, which was a book called uh, Power Worshippers by this left-wing uh, secular journalist, uh, Karen, I think her name was Karen Stewart. I read, I, I didn't finish the book. I read most of the book. And she also basically says Christians involving themselves to pass legislation, to protect the unborn, um, to... Uh, oppose LGBT ideology in the public sphere, all of these things. That's what they're saying is Christian nationalism. Imagine imagine what we're talking about. I mean, we want to be clear. They are saying that Christians using their legitimate, uh, not just God given, but sanctioned by our founding documents in America, that we can live out our faith. We can vote. We can advocate for biblical values they are saying that is hatred, that is Christian nationalism, it is evil. And you think, wow, this is pure slander, lies, lies mm-hmm. and lies and lies, and they're pushing it. And if you're not wise, folks, you're going to buy a little bit of this. So we're here to warn you that people that we once thought were, you know, 
sane. Maybe we differed with them on some stuff. Phil Vischer, Sky Jathani, Russell Moore, uh, David French. They are putting their weight behind a view of things that is not only wrong. It's one thing to be wrong or to be different from what, but is is openly slanderous right. and, and really wicked. It's trying to demonize everyone in America who is a serious Christian, who loves America, who's advocating for biblical values. This is pure slander, which is itself wicked. And thank you, Megan Basham, for being just about the only person doing the actual journalism to show this, because this is this is real. This is ugly. This is like the demonization of the Jews uh, yes. under the Nazis, where you cannot anything that goes wrong. You say it's the Jews. That's what that's what Rob Reiner is doing. There's a shooting in Buffalo committed by a racist monster who is no kind of Christian. And he says, Rob Reiner, oh, yeah, here's an example of Christian nationalism. What what that's yeah. simply not a fact. That is a lie. That's wrong. Exactly. And, you know, just to give you some um, understanding of just how far they're pushing this, Kristen Dumay in her book, uh, who and she is cited, of course, in this film, she's one of the talking head experts that Rob Reiner goes to. She she holds up Billy Graham as a scary Christian nationalist. So just to give you some idea, yeah, who all can be encompassed by this label? Billy Graham now is a Christian nationalist. So I think that's what we need to understand is that people who do not want to be ruled by the WEF, by these globalist bodies, people who want to have real nations with real borders where it's the the citizens of the United States are deciding what is right for our rule of law. That's who those are who they're calling nationalists because we want our own nation. We don't want a nation ruled by, you know, some guys who gather in Switzerland every year. Um, So I think that that is how we're differentiating this is to go. um, If, if you believe that you might be a Christian nationalist. (laughs) I mean, again, uh, we're, we on this program are sounding the alarm, and Megan Basham, you are sounding the alarm that we need to see what is being done right now in America to silence the voice of God, to silence the voice of the church, which ought to be the voice of God, advocating for biblical values, ladies and gentlemen, advocating for the unborn in a civil manner, through legal means through our vote, through electing people who were just like if you elected Abraham Lincoln, because you say slavery is an abomination, they would say, how dare you vote for that Christian nationalist figure, Abraham Lincoln, you have no business doing that. I mean, that's exactly what we're looking at right now. We have Christians civilly, lovingly, Mm -hmm. uh, out of the goodness of their hearts, taking their faith into action to try to bring God's values, ladies and gentlemen, when you bring God's values into the public square, everybody is blessed. Those people are now being demonized by Rob Reiner with the help of David French, with the help of Russell Moore, and with the help of all of these people who have really, um, they've muddied the issue uh, deliberately. Now, there's no doubt that they are convinced of some of what they're writing, but we want to be real clear. This is crazy stuff. Yeah, and I think the important thing to understand is that is its purpose. Its purpose is to dissuade Christians from participating in uh, the public sphere, from using their civil rights to see the laws that they believe are best for the country passed, from funding causes that they want to see funded, from associating in the way that the Constitution allows them to associate. You're supposed to feel ashamed and you're supposed to feel like there's something uniquely wrong with Christians doing that. It's fine for people who are total atheists, who believe in you know some other um, idol, who believe in no God at all, who believe in false gods. They're okay to go ahead and try to advance their aims in the public sphere. You as a Christian, it's scary and dangerous. If you do it, you're supposed to be ashamed of that. No, it's, it's absolute madness. And again, uh, it's heartbreaking because a lot of people that I, they were friends of mine, um, you know, Phil Vischer, uh, who started VeggieTales. I was a writer for VeggieTales. We were friends for years. And when I was posting, I guess in 2020, 2021, uh, telling people, I don't think it's a good idea to get the vaccine, uh, telling people that it looked to me like this election was stolen, like there are problems, whatever. He publicly rebuked me on Twitter 
uh, for spreading disinformation mm. and on and on and on. And I thought, what world have we entered? Uh, I am in good faith trying to represent what I think is true. You don't have to agree with me, but you're you're accusing me of lying, and of uh, which he did, and of spreading disinformation. And there are other people uh, uh, that I uh, was friends with, and they are, you know, I thought of them as, you know, these are friends in the evangelical movement. They they uh, believe the unborn are sacred, uh, and they, you know, we're we're maybe we differ on some issues, but something has happened uh, in this country in the last three years where where Christians who really try to advocate uh, for their values, for biblical values, are being demonized. And this is next-level stuff. And so I want to be real clear. Uh, we need to fight back. We need to push back. Uh, it is not okay to say nothing. Um, speaking of fighting back, uh, if you have not yet done so, please go to metaxastalk.com. Click on the banner to free slaves, CSI. They are heroes. They're doing this in the Sudan Go to metaxastalk.com. If you haven't done it yet, please go to metaxastalk.com. Right back with Megan Basham. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Just the other night, I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Folks, have I told you about Moink, M-O-I-N-K, that's moo plus oink. Uh, I get all our meat uh, and uh, our salmon from them, M-O-I-N-K. Uh, Moink delivers grass-fed and grass-finished beef and lamb, pastured pork and chicken, sustainable wild-caught salmon straight to your door. Um, there is so much that I want to say to you uh, about Moink. I don't know. I could tell you one thing, Shark Tank host, Kevin O'Leary, Mr. Wonderful, said Moink's bacon is the best bacon he's ever tasted. They are people who really firmly believe in the family farm. Uh, some of you know I've mentioned this. 60% of U.S. pork production comes from one company owned by the Chinese. I, I, I don't need to say any more. Let me just tell you, go to moinkbox.com slash Eric, M-O-I-N-K, moinkbox.com slash Eric. That's Moink. Box.com slash Eric. Check it out. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election 
storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply talking to megan basham with the daily wire megan uh we can keep talking about this uh film that's coming out which i hope no one will see i hope everybody will go see the film that we have made which is letter to the american church the documentary version uh which is saying exactly the opposite it turns out of what rob reiner is saying in his uh wicked film which is certainly filled with lies like we know that that's not like an opinion it's not like his opinion is different from mine no there's actual genuine misinformation and lies uh in that but we can also talk about francis collins if you want to shift to that well and i think this is related because you know when all of the covid stuff was happening when francis collins who for those who aren't familiar was the head of the uh, national institutes of health otherwise known as anthony fauci's boss As he was making the rounds um, at the height of COVID, spiritually manipulating Christians to get in line with the government's preferred policies, you'll remember that they, ironically, were leveraging and manipulating scripture to try to get Christians to submit. And he was, you know, using the platforms of some big Christian friends, some well-known, high-profile evangelical leaders. Are you not able to mention those names? Sure. I mean, it was obviously it was Tim Keller. It was N.T. Wright. It was, again, Russell Moore, David French. Um, so people that you know. And I hope some was people— Was it Rick Warren? Rick Warren was another. Yeah. He, um, in fact, he said that the job of the church— was to tell people in the pews that the government's not going to give you a vaccine that's going to hurt people. You should take the vaccine. I mean, he said that was the job of pastors, and that was sort of jaw-dropping for me. So when we look back now, Francis Collins was very active in pushing um, lockdowns, pushing the vaccine, pushing what we can now say were conspiracy theories and saying that to oppose them were conspiracy theories. So to give you just one example, he said at the time in a podcast with Christianity Today that, oh, Ed Stetzer, by the way, was another, um, that it was a conspiracy theory to believe that the uh, virus may have come out of a lab from Wuhan, China, as opposed to just, you know, naturally arising out of a wet market. Who said that? Francis Collins did. Okay, so folks, are, are you tracking with this? Are you tracking with this? Francis Collins, who spoke at the National Prayer Breakfast uh, the year before I spoke at the National Prayer Breakfast, uh, he was at Socrates in the City a number of years ago. This is a, an evangelical leader uh, who becomes the head of NIH, who's the boss of Anthony Factory. Suddenly, something happens, and he is now working hand in glove with some of the worst people in America, Fauci and company, to try to get the church to be a mouthpiece for the most wicked policies the government has ever pushed on Americans. Shut up, get the vaccine, don't look at the medical data that says why that might be dangerous, just shut up and do it. Some of them said this is what Jesus would have done, which is really crazy. But, I mean, it gets worse than that because then they demonize those people who are trying to get the truth out, Christians and non-Christians, who are trying to get the truth out about the vaccines, about the lockdown policies, about the masks. Fauci and Francis Collins were working hard to shut those voices down, to shut them up, and to push for policies that we now know were wrong uh, were wicked policies. Right. And so here's what to know. So just recently, uh, Francis Collins gave an interview that went kind of viral where he tried to play this as, gosh, we just didn't know. We made mistakes. We were very focused on saving lives and we didn't consider how our policies of lockdowns and mask mandates 
um, vaccine mandates might have affected people outside of New York City. We were just trying to save lives. And he tried to distance himself from those policies. And here is why um, this particular interview went so viral is because now we know that this attempt to pivot is a lie. Because one thing is that Fauci and Collins, we know from leaked documents, knew at the time that it was very likely that the virus came out of a Wuhan lab. So we know that they were being dishonest when they were going out calling it a conspiracy theory. It's not just, gosh, we didn't know what we didn't know. It's that, yes, we were suppressing the truth. And then at the same time, we also know from those leaked emails that Collins and Fauci were deliberately trying to smear and discredit other scientists, very reputable scientists, who were trying to sound the alarm on how, on the devastating impact that these mask mandates, that these lockdowns would have on the public, on school children who are being kept out of schools. And so Collins now is acting like, gosh, we didn't know. And that's what he said in that interview. We may have gone too far, except he didn't deal with the fact that he and Fauci, in his own words, tried to enact what he called a, quote, swift and devastating takedown of other scientists like Har- or excuse me, Stanford epidemiologist Jay Bhattacharya. So he was one of the um, epidemiologists and scientific leaders who was saying in this great Barrington declaration, hang on a minute, this is going to be incredibly damaging. And here's why we don't even think it's scientifically sound. So Fauci and Collins were working to discredit Bhattacharya and some other doctors, Martin Kuldorf among them, who were sounding the alarm. And so that is why I think it's really important to not let them rewrite history right now, which is what they're trying to do. They're trying to say, Fauci and Collins, gosh, we just didn't know it was a mistake. It wasn't a mistake. It was a deliberate smear campaign. And one thing I want to note about that is that Jay Bhattacharya is a believer himself. He is a Christian. I've interviewed him. So it's really egregious to me that Francis Collins was so willing to use Christian platforms to smear a Christian brother. Well, listen, um, it, it, it's we need to be aware of this, folks. You need to be, understand what happened and don't have some sloppy view of grace. Like, oh, you know, let's just have grace for Francis Collins. I'm all about grace, but we also need accountability. You know, you need to put somebody in jail who did something wrong, and then you can go to the jail and pray with them and bless them. But what they did, I think they're scared, Francis Collins and Fauci, they're going to get in big trouble as the truth comes out. We'll be right back. Are you tired of not getting a good night's sleep? Well, my friend Mike Lindell has created the perfect solution. He didn't just stop at the pillow. He also created the Giza Dream Bed Sheets made from the world's best cotton called Giza. These sheets are ultra soft and breathable, yet extremely durable. And now for a limited time, you can get 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets with prices starting as low as $29.98. These sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors and have a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Metaxas at checkout. You can also find deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper and MyPillow towel sets. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Take advantage of this amazing offer. Go to MyPillow.com and click on the radio podcast square and use promo code Eric at checkout. Don't wait any longer to get the best sleep of your life. Call 800-978-3057 or go to MyPillow.com now and use promo code Eric. This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election story, Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. 
This is a red alert for hardworking Americans who are tired of seeing their freedoms and savings threatened by the globalist agenda. Wealth Protection Research is on a mission to find whistleblowers who are exposing the schemes that threaten your financial security. We're talking about real patriotic financial warriors like Jim Rickards and Porter Stansberry. They're not afraid to tell it like it is, exposing how the system is rigged against you. Text IDEAS to 76626 to find out more. With the 2024 election Storming our way, your IRA and your 401k appear to be in the crosshairs. That's why we've compiled our three favorite ideas from Freethinkers. Don't wait for a knock on your door telling you it's too late. Get this critical report. Text IDEAS to 76626. The fight for your financial freedom is on. Text IDEAS to 76626 now for your free report. That's IDEAS to 76626. Standard text and data rates may apply. Folks, welcome back. Talking to Megan Basham. I want to remind you uh, our campaign with CSI to free slaves in Sudan. Uh, as of today, 412 of you have donated. I know that many, many, many thousands of you listen to the program, and I am begging you, please go to metaxastalk.com. Give anything you can. The amount doesn't matter. Every $250 frees a slave. This is a very big deal that we get to do something this beautiful and good. Uh, wonderful. Um, so go to metaxastalk.com, click on the banner, uh, and join uh, those of us uh, who are doing this beautiful, beautiful thing, who are living out our faith in the public sphere, who are putting our money where our mouths are. It's just called faith in action. If your faith is not faith in action, let me just say, I don't think it's any kind of faith at all. And you should care about not having faith because you're saved by faith. Um, so we're talking about what's happened um, with Megan Basham from the Daily Wire about what, what has happened, how many of these people who used to be evangelical leaders have gone over to the dark side. And it's, it's scary, but we need to be clear about this. This happened in Germany in the 30s. I've written about it. People that they say they're people of sincere faith, but they're, they're against the church being the church. They have a twisted view of the role of the church, and they're trying to silence the church. In the case of Francis Collins, Francis Collins, this is the irony of ironies, he is also trying to silence the voices of science. That's exactly what you, Megan Basham, have written about, that when people in good faith tried to say, the science is saying this, let's be careful, let's not do this, let's not do that. This is alternative evidence. Let's look at this evidence. This You may have a different view. Francis Collins tried to shut that down. And when we say tried to shut it down, we mean really tried hard and succeeded in demonizing those voices of science, of truth, of dissent, Francis Collins. And now he gives this interview where he says, oh, shucks, we made some mistakes. That's like I I I, I tweeted uh, Megan. You uh, put out a tweet on this, and I tweeted. I, I quoted the tweet, and I said that's like Dr. Mengele saying, "Oh gosh, you know, at the time we didn't know Jews were technically actually human beings, and we made man, we made some mistakes." And uh, you know, uh, you want to say, "Excuse me, you made some mistakes. You did some really, really dramatically harmful things, and you are now just." it seems, trying to save your skin and save your reputation because what you did was wicked and we know what you did because people like Megan Basham have reported on it. Yeah, and I think what you're seeing now is um, some of those uh, evangelical outlets that were complicit in this and helped Francis Collins further his messaging. And, you know, just to call back to the previous segment, it's pretty ironic that you have those same voices accusing rank and file evangelicals of being Christian nationalism of Christian nationalists when they do what the Bible instructs us to do, which is rescue those being led away to death in protecting the unborn in trying to you know stop girls from being raped in bathrooms by boys who think that they're girls or claim to think that they're girls. Um, these are actual Christian mandates. Instead, what they do is bring in things that are not very clear cut as far as scripture goes, like whether or not you have to take a vaccine. And in fact, in some cases are directly asking you to ignore scripture, which tells you not to give up meeting together and shut down your churches. So it's pretty ironic that those same guys are now warning about Christian nationalism, and now they're calling for grace, 
for uh, Francis Collins. So we've seen that in a number of outlets, the Gospel Coalition, Christianity Today, saying, hey, we all need to give each other some grace, which, as you said, it's fine to talk about grace, but we're not going to get there by rewriting history and pretending that um, crimes weren't committed to by pretending that, you know, great sins weren't committed. And so we need to deal honestly with that. And part of that is going, gosh, incredible crimes may have happened here, given that Francis Collins and Anthony Fauci were funding gain of function research in China. And we still don't know to what degree that may have contributed to this virus. And oh, so the and they idea- don't want us to know. This is right. look, let's let's be clear, folks. Probably, probably what it looks like is Fauci and Collins have done some wicked, unbelievably harmful things that caused the actual deaths of millions of people. Okay. That looks like it may be happening. So you can imagine they are writhing away from where the facts are going to go. They cannot bear for those facts to come out of what they did, of their role in this, and then on top of it, of their role in trying to cover up what they did, to say that anybody even talks about, oh, it came out of a lab, it was because of -of gain-of-function research that we were involved in, that that led to deaths and led to they want to preemptively shut down that conversation. This is what they do. They don't want the truth to come out. They want to shut down the voices of truth, including mine and Megan Basham. So they demon us, demonize us as Christian nationalists, whatever they need to do. But this is simply about truth. This is simply about getting the facts out. They are on the opposite side, which is tremendously ironic and painful to think about. Yeah. And so I think that that's something that, you know, as we're seeing these kind of pivots now to go, hey, let's everybody have grace for those of us who are in leadership that we didn't know what we didn't know. Obviously, Francis Collins is maybe the most stark example of that. But you're also seeing that from, you know, some of these editors, some of these parachurch ministries saying, oh, we made a mistake. Can we just have grace? And I think that when you look at those calls for grace, if you were truly repentant and understood, then maybe the thing to do is to step back from leadership and to say, we lacked the discernment in those moments to understand what was going on. And so it might be time for those who did have the discernment at that moment to recognize the threats. Maybe they should be the voices that we're listening to a little more closely, because I think what you're seeing is they want grace. But what it means is we don't want any consequences and we don't want um, our leadership to be doubted. We don't want our fecklessness to be called out or addressed. We just want to go on being the same leaders that we were, even though we used our positions to spiritually abuse you during the pandemic by misusing scripture. So I think that, you know, we need to have a reckoning, not just for Francis Collins, but everybody who participated in this a little bit, because if you're repentant, you acknowledge what you did wrong. You don't just go, hey, everybody, let's have grace, but let's not talk about exactly what happened here. Well, that, I mean, that's the point is like we need actual repentance because I'm not kidding. I am all about grace for these people. Like a lot of people got a lot of stuff wrong. I've gotten stuff wrong. We get stuff wrong. But then you repent. You're public uh, about how you got it wrong. You don't try to kind of skip past it quickly like you you you, you deal with it. Um, we're, we're talking to Megan Basham. We'll be right back. Folks, we're talking to Megan Basham. Uh, Megan, it's, um, you know, again, there's levels of complicity, levels of wickedness. Uh, I think we want to be clear that if you were a pastor and you got some of this stuff wrong, you know what? We all get stuff wrong. So, yes, there, of course, there's grace. But there were some people who led this wicked attempt to silence truth, to silence science, to silence voices of faith in the midst of this stuff, they behaved, uh, you know, there's obviously a a scripture that talks about, you know, those who have more authority are more responsible, you know, that you're going to be held more responsible if you're in a position 
of authority. And so we have had some of these Christian leaders with tremendous power and authority and, and, and voices. You know, when you're talking about a Rick Warren uh, or you're talking about um, uh, a Tim Ed Keller Stetzer. or yeah. Ed Stetzer, these folks, uh, we're not talking about, you know, the pastor down the street. We're talking about people that had tremendous uh, loud voices, megaphones in the evangelical community. And they they did things that we're we're going to be spending probably the rest of our lives uncovering the details of the horror of what happened, how many people died because of these policies, how many uh, lives were screwed up, how many actual people committed suicide because they couldn't go to church mm-hmm. because they're going through the toughest time of their life and they were not allowed to fellowship in their church. They would be arrested if they, I mean, this is the stuff that I think this year, Megan, a lot of this stuff is going to come out. And thanks to journalists like you, it is coming out. We're beginning to see actually what happened. Yeah. And I think, you know, it, we have to differentiate between also calls for grace and just straight up gaslighting because yeah. you're seeing a little bit of that where, you know, you've got guys going, Hey, everybody didn't quite know what was going on. Let's all move on, but I'm not going to talk about my part in it. And, you know, you brought up Stetzer and let's talk about the fact that, you know, he tied the Billy Graham center to, it, it literally became an arm of the government with a website that they put out called coronavirus and the church.com that was in partnership with the CDC and the NIH. So, you know, this was a very a deliberate linking of the church and church platforms to the federal government to push its narrative, to push its propaganda. Let's be very clear. So, um, yeah, I think as we're looking back, we are going to spend a lot of time sifting that. And, um, and I'm with you, you know, if you want to repent of that, that's all great. But, and I want to, you know, provide forgiveness. I think we should, as the church, forgive one another, obviously. But I also think, you know, that maybe that experience would call from some hum- for some humility. And what's hard is that you see a lot of these leaders go right on from being very wrong and very abusive in how they use their leadership during that time to doing the same things now on some other subject, like this Christian nationalism thing. So there's very little evidence that there's any real repentance or any real wisdom was gained from being wrong on these issues. So, um, (laughs) you know, you still see them firing at the same guys who were saying, hey, I think maybe we shouldn't uh, force our brothers and sisters to get a vaccine or say that they don't love Jesus if they're not willing to get it. Or they if some young women who are still in their childbearing years are uncomfortable taking an experimental vaccine, maybe it was wrong for us to suggest that they didn't love their neighbor and make it a moral issue instead of, you know, a personal health decision that was very reasonable. So I think that's what we have to get back to. Well, I mean, there's a, there's a lot here. Uh, you know, the people that have demonized uh, me and 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 other people that were really tr- genuinely trying to be voices of truth in the midst of the chaos. You know, they haven't come to me and said, "Hey, I was wrong," or "I'm sorry." You know, that I accused you of spreading disinformation. Um, let's just uh, let's just say we've all got to be honest here, and uh, they they don't seem like they're being honest. So uh, we're gonna we'll have you back soon, Megan Basham. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Hey there, folks. If you listen to the Eric Metaxas show, you know that I'm Eric Metaxas, and you know that one of our sponsors is Legacy PM Investments, and the head of Legacy PM Investments is Charles Thorngren, who is my guest right now. Charles, welcome back. Thank you, sir. Glad to be back. We get to talk about something today that uh, I, I, I laughed. I thought, this is funny. It's the, <laughs> you guys have partnered with Newt Gingrich on a pure silver coin commemorating something really wonderful, the contract with America. I remember when it happened, the last time the budget was balanced. Uh, this was 1994. Uh, what, what a brilliant idea. So I know that the 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 Newt Gingrich silver coin is ninety nine point nine nine percent fine silver. It weighs one ounce. It's an ounce of gold, um, and uh, people can get it if they go to legacypminvestments.com. Is that the best way they can get it? What do you what how, what's the way to get this these these? And by the way, what is one ounce of gold roughly? You know, trading for today. 
you know, as of, as we're speaking right now, what is a, what is a, a one ounce coin, whether it has Newt Gingrich on it or not, what is that worth today? Yeah. And the coin it's silver, right? Um, we will do a gold coin eventually, but the silver coin right now. Oh, I, I'm sorry. I didn't mean gold. I, it's obviously we're talking about a silver coin, one ounce of silver. What's that worth? Right now you're looking at an ounce of silver is about in its raw form, about $35. Okay. So a $35 silver coin. This is just kind of cool. There's just something about it to me that, you know, I, I collected coins as a kid and there's just something really cool about a silver coin. So an ounce of silver today uh, is is roughly uh, $35. But where did this idea come from, Charles, that to, to partner with Speaker Gingrich and, and to say, let's do a coin commemorating a wonderful moment in American history? Suddenly, it's almost 30 years ago. Hard for me to get my head around that because it seems like yesterday. But when we balance the budget, uh, so so talk about that. How did that? How did it? How did it happen? How did you know Legacy Precious Metals d- uh, decide to do this? You, you know, and people, you know, we 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 deal with many people here. You see us on Eric. You see us with Newt. And the conversation um, always tends to go towards what's going wrong with America. Um, and, and for me, it's important to address those things because we as Americans need to fix our problems. But I also want to celebrate America. And, and, and I wanted to go back to a time where fiscal responsibility was the norm. It wasn't something that was so far-fetched that people didn't even try. It was a difficult time. That contract with America, it was not easy. What Newt and that Congress was able to do was to create balance and symmetry when no one thought they could. To say, we're going to do the right thing. There'll be a little pain but it'll be worth it in the long run. And it was. And, and to see politicians considering Americans' needs first was very unique for me. So I, I wanted to do something that let us know, and let us remember that it is possible, that we've done it in the past. And if we do the right things and we vote the right people in, we can do it again. And I wanted to commemorate that. And there was no better way for me to do that than to look at Newt. Well, I've been a fan of since just learning about politics. I was serving in the military when he was in, and there was a big difference that he made. And, you know, as military people, you know, it was nice to see that our government was behaving in a way that was important. So I've been a fan for a long time. So when we got the chance to work with him, you know, the idea came pretty quickly. And we just had to figure out how to make it happen in the best way. And, and this coin was really it, you know, um, it's a limited coin. So it's not, there's not going to be millions of them out there. It costs a little bit more than a raw ounce of silver, but you know what? It stands for something so much more as well. Okay. So uh, each one of these coins is 99.99% fine silver. It weighs an ounce. Obviously it costs a little bit more than, you know, what, what raw silver would go for because it's a special commemorative coin. But you're right. It's commemorating something that, you know, I remember this. And and when I think to myself that this is possible in America, folks, to balance the budget for the government not to spend more than it takes in. Um, if we uh, reelect uh, Donald Trump, if you if you elect somebody uh, who is committed to America thriving, uh, to energy independence, uh, to taking a hard line with uh, countries that have been taking advantage of us. Um, you know, I think it is possible. We have to be hopeful that it is possible to get back to fiscal responsibility. Uh, and we have to remember that it was done once and it was not easy then because government likes to spend. So people need to kind of gather around these ideas and get serious about it. Um, so the contract with America, just to review what that was, I mean, do you want to, do you want to do, do that? I mean, uh, Charles, to, so people remember what that was, because it wasn't just about balancing the budget, but it was a whole list of things. The whole list of things. And it was really about make America, uh, I'm going to borrow a term, making America great again. Yeah. Coming out of what had happened and, and turning it around so that America worked for its people. It was, I mean, it was, it was a whole, it was a whole bunch of, uh, a whole bunch of things, but including fiscal policies, the balanced budget amendment, tax cuts, welfare reform, um, welfare reform. What a big idea that with President Clinton in office, nonetheless, uh, 
we had the legislature led by Speaker Gingrich forcing the president to say the era of big government is over. That actually happened. Uh, so it can happen again. Uh, in any event, uh, uh, Legacy uh, Precious Metals is commemorating this, has commemora- commemorated it with this silver uh, coin, uh, the Newt Gingrich coin. So you can go to LegacyPMInvestments.com, LegacyPMInvestments.com, and I'm pretty sure right there on the homepage you'll see the picture of Speaker Gingrich. Yes, absolutely, as well as yours, too. <laughs> Is that true? You're kidding. No. Uh, Legacy PM Investments. To, I'm not on a coin, but Speaker Gingrich's LegacyPMInvestments.com. And if you want a free gold guide, uh, which I recommend, LegacyPMInvestments.com slash Eric. Again, LegacyPMInvestments.com slash Eric. They will send you a free gold guide because it's important that we begin to understand this stuff. Uh, and uh, it, it's sensible but, you know, by, by getting these gold coins with uh, Speaker Gingrich and the, commemorating the contract with America, it's also fun. It's a new numismatic uh, uh, novelty, which I just I love the idea that you guys decided to do this. So, folks, you can go to LegacyPMInvestments.com. And if you go to LegacyPMInvestments.com slash Eric, you can sign up to get a gold guide, uh, which I do recommend. LegacyPMInvestments.com slash Eric. Charles Thorngren. Uh, Thanks for being my guest, and thanks for all you're doing. We appreciate it. My pleasure, sir. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.